How cool was worship, though? Um, I mean, I love worship anyway. I really do love that expression. Uh, but this morning was just, there was a really sweet place. Uh, and during the second song, Champion, I really loved the last song, There's No One Like You, Lord. That was, that was just surreal. But as you sang, Imi, and there were some times where you just, you just went off and did your thing, you know, and you were singing your lyrics while we were singing. Um, there is that line that, you know, um, when I open up my mouth, you know, miracles start breaking out, I have the authority. And I really sensed, and I just want to share it with you, the sense that I had, and it was what brought me to tears initially, was that was a declaration over your own life without even knowing. Yeah, and I can see you growing. Not You've always had faith, but I see you growing in stature with God and man because not only did you lead us in worship, but there was just a place that with the rest of the team, but you brought us into, and I think God's doing a, a, a new work in your life. You really legitimately have the authority when you open up your mouth. Thank you. So anyway, we're all trying to plan ourselves somewhere. <laughs> okay, so let's get back there. So we plan our roots in all different types of soil is, is what I want to talk about today because I want to talk about being rooted in Christ. And I think that all of us actually hope that by planting our roots in different types of soil that we'll actually find life where we place those roots, that we'll find something, somebody that actually helps us discover who we are, almost like our identity in where we put our roots. And, and this can happen a, a thousand different ways and it happens in all facets of life. It's really easy to see with young people, you know, if you look at teenagers, because with them, they actually start at a really young age and they start experimenting, putting their roots down in different places, you know. They'll try sport. Am I going to be a sportsman? They're trying to discover their identity, you know. So they'll, they'll try sport until something happens, stuff happens, that doesn't work out, and they'll do something else. You know, some people will try academically at that age. I'm going to, I'm going to really, I'm going to, I'm going to focus in on my schoolwork. I am going to be the smartest kid. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be a, uh, I'm going to go overseas and be part of SWAT. I don't know, right? Um, just a show I'm watching, so that's what came to mind. Anyway, um, they are actually just trying to discover who they are, and so they put their roots down to try to build a foundation, an identity for themselves. They do that right across the board, you know. Some may even want to be dancers, musicians, who knows, you know. They, they do all that sort of stuff to discover who they are, and what they realise really quickly is that, in general, that stuff doesn't satisfy. just never does. It just never satisfies. But everyone's trying to plant their roots in a certain soil, hoping to find their identity there. You know, we know our true identity. We know that as sons and daughters of God, but we're still trying to discover who we are. How do we fit into this world? And, and the reason that, that, that there's a, a chasm there is because that was the very thing that was stolen in the garden, you know? When, when Adam and Eve, however you want to play out that scenario, when that stuff happened, yeah, it was our identity as sons and daughters of God that was stolen. It's what we're forever trying to get back, trying to win back, trying to get God's approval. You know, it's all because of this identity thing, who we are. You know, and then I guess as young people, they eventually they finish high school, they're done, and then they never have to worry about their identity again. <laughs> That's right. No, no chance. You know, as soon as they finish high school, then all of a sudden they're young adults 
And, and what they've discovered is the soil that they've been planting their roots in, it actually hasn't given them the, the hope that they were hoping for. So now they're going to go to uni. Now they might try to get a job. Now they'll start going to parties. They may even start drinking, depending on their peer group. They may even want to slip into this peer group so that we're going to try some drugs over here. They're all trying legitimately. All they're doing is putting their roots down, trying to discover who they are. Yeah, I want my life to be so secure. I just need to fit in somewhere. And they constantly do it. You know, they, they even do it in, in relationships. If one relationship doesn't work, it's okay. We'll just jump into another relationship. This is not working for me as a man. I think I'll identify, yeah, as a woman. I won't identify as all. I'm going to be non-binary. They're all trying to discover who they are, yeah? They're all trying to work it out, putting roots down, trying to discover over and over again, you know, trying to build a foundation just to etch it out. Everyone's trying to plant their roots in a certain soil. Everyone, hoping to find their identity. And then, eventually, they be, from young adults, they become adults. And once you're adults, you don't have to worry about your identity. You don't have to worry about putting your roots down anymore, do you? <laughs> not true, is it? And I'm not even sure that as we grow up, I don't even think we're aware of what we're doing. That's why I said earlier, I think subconsciously, sometimes we put our roots down into a soil, trying to firm up our lives. You know, many adults, it's, it's obvious when you speak to people, some clearly want you to know that they're doing well, you know? Job's good, life's good, family's good, everything's good. That's the picture that they want you to see, yeah? I, I guess if you say that you're, you're a good mum and dad, I, I don't know how you show that. You know, maybe you put those little, you know, stick stickers at the back of your car that shows how many kids you've got and a little dog. You know, maybe that's how you show that you're a good parent. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Um, like, how do you do that? Do you, it's, is, it because you've got a, is it because you've got a brand new car? They must be doing well. You know, it's all about identity, who these people are, who, who I am. How do I show that to other people? You know, others are trying to find life by putting their roots down in, in it, all sorts of areas, all sorts of areas, but people aren't discovering who they are because it's not to be found there. It's never satisfying. We're all trying to plant ourselves in a particular soil, trying to put our roots down into something that will give us life, something that will actually help us to bear fruit, yeah? So, something that will, will hold us firm in life. And, and, and we, we want to so desperately be rooted in something that will give us life that we actually start to legitimately act like real tree roots. Because real tree roots, all they do is they go down and then they start spreading out to find water, something that will give them life. And so as people, that's what we do. When, when we're not rooted in the right soil, we actually become like tree roots. And, and our roots, we just, we, we're just sending them out everywhere trying to discover water, so to speak, life source that will actually give us life, that will give us identity, that will help us know who we are, that will keep us standing firm and straight, that will give us all the nutrients we want. But, but what if we've been searching and searching as, as kids, as youth, as young adults, as adults, and we still haven't found what I'm looking for? No, I didn't mean to go into that song. It just came up. But what happens if we haven't found yet that what we've been looking for legitimately you know, people just keep switching soils all the time. 
and they're never happy. Like, I, I, if I was to ask each and every one of you a, a, a question, one, some of you could say it's yourself, it could be your partner, but I guarantee 100% it'll be somebody that you know. You know, they're in a job, they're never happy. They get another job, this is the job, never happy. Get another job, never happy. Get another job, never happy. And they go from job to job to job to job and then they're never happy. Well, I'm too busy here, I'm not busy enough. They're stressing me out, there's not enough stress. They, they're never happy because all they're doing is like the tree roots, they're putting out roots trying to firm up their life, discover who they are, but they, they're not going to find it in the wrong soil. Yeah? Some people go from relationship to relationship. You know, there's a, 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 not an old friend, but a, an old friend who's young that had continuously three or four or five long-term relationships with no space in between until he got married. Because that's what he was looking for. He just, he just, I would figure if you had a long-term relationship and you broke up, you'd be devastated, wouldn't you? Heartbroken? Or is it like if you've got real feelings, you know? If you're going out with someone for a year and then you break up, it's not like, oh, well, start again. Two days later, oh, would you like to go out? It, it shouldn't happen like that if it was a real relationship. But when people are putting their soil, their, their roots down into that soil, expecting that, a relationship to make them all they can be, when one's over, then they're going to look for another and another and another. And it happens over and over and over again. Happens with, with, with people that are, are, are sporty, you know. They don't succeed in one sport, they go to another sport or another sport or another sport. Or they'll, they'll keep trying in that sport, but now I'll try some enhancing drugs to see if that'll help me make it. Because they're all just putting roots down, trying to firm up their life, discover who they are in that place. All to find their identity, all to discover who they are. All looking for a place where their life secure so that their roots can go down that will hold them firm in life. But what happens when you've changed the soil that you're rooted in so often over the period of our lives, yeah? over and over and over again, and it's made no difference at all? It can often be the greatest letdown in life. You know, that relationship didn't satisfy me, that job didn't satisfy me, that person didn't satisfy me, that sex didn't satisfy me. Nothing seems to satisfy and we feel like we've dug our roots down so deep into the soil of whatever and when we get to where we think we're going to be satisfied, what we find is that we were never satisfied and the tree of our life just falls over. <laughs> Can you put up the first pick? This is what happened at church during the week after the storms. So this is just the end of a tree that fell on the bullnose out the front what you can't see from that is the angle because it took away the length of the tree and fortunately it fell where there was other upright trees which happened to catch it and even though there was a good two metre section on the bullnose itself, the only thing that it seemed to have damaged at the time was the guttering <laughs> and as it turned out we were able to clip the guttering back up. As Stephen O'Day put it, I think we had an angel that just sort of pushed the tree to the side a little bit. Just go to the next pick. You're just starting to see some of the end of it <laughs> come through and go to the next one again. Like it was a big tree. And when you and I, when we put our roots down in the wrong soil and the storms of life come, we can actually feel like that. Like, man, what's happened? 
Why has that job not worked? Why has that relationship not worked? Why has anything like that not worked? I, like, I, I'm in pieces here. And what, what I should have done is I should have given Hillary another picture that had all the debris everywhere, the little branches. We can just feel like our lives are falling apart. Absolutely, totally falling apart because our roots weren't in the right place. Because what I'll show you in a minute, yeah, there was nothing in that soil that could hold that tree. Yeah? And often where we put our roots down, if it's not the right soil, that soil won't hold us either. And so we get into something else and we try our roots in other soil and many people continue this over and over and over again. And so often I think why so many people have midlife crisis or an affair, yeah, or, or they, they start to suffer some mental illness that they haven't had before or it exasperates what they've already experienced you know they they randomly move across the country they have these wild career swings from one side to the next it's because the soil they'd planted themselves in wasn't doing what they'd hoped it would do yeah and for a lot of people you don't even realize that the soil that you're in is crud you don't even realize that it's not holding your life together Sometimes it's a really slow realisation that where I've planted myself is actually, my, my tree is slowly decaying in this place. Yeah. And the storms of life can knock you right out of the soil that you planted yourself. Can we get the next pick? The second last one. It didn't snap the timber. It snapped in the soil from where the roots began. Yeah. This is not a problem with the strength of the tree to a degree, but it is totally a problem in the soil that it was planted in. Just go to the next pig. I just wanted to give you an idea of the size of the trunk. And you can still see Rob and Anna have done a phenomenal job. You can go out there and, and have a look at the hole. When we're not planted in the right place, yeah, it will uproot us totally, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for that. See, the, think of it like this. The rich person puts their whole life on being rich. Yeah? So when their business goes under, they can actually feel, not just financially, but holistically their whole life, they can actually feel like a complete failure. So if the roots of your life are in what you have, what you do, that gives you stability. This is why I say it can happen subconsciously. You don't even realise. When it's not there, when you lose your job, when your business goes bust, when you're struggling to pay bills, and even though you have a relationship with Jesus, you're at home thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pay these bills? There is no way through this. I want to suggest that our roots aren't where they should be. Yeah? Because we're not getting the nutrients that we should have. So you and I, we have to be rooted in God and God alone. Otherwise, that stuff happens. Yeah? See, when our roots, they provide life and growth, especially when it's in God's soil. And so instead of looking for life in all those other ways, what would it look like to be rooted in faith? Like really rooted in faith. Not just to say that we have faith. Not just to say that we come to church, not just to share your faith with your friends, but when life storms come, like we experienced in Ballarat this week, what does it look like then to try and grow our roots down into God? 
See, if we did that, that would mean that we would find life in him, wouldn't it? Totally in him. And, and, and let him be the one who is the anchor to our life. Not a relationships, jobs, money and a thousand other things. Our sporting careers, whatever else it might be. Not our reputation, not our family. What would it look like to be rooted in faith? Because I, I believe that if you're rooted in faith, it'll provide us all with life and growth like we've never experienced before. Yeah? What does the Bible say? Because this is what the Bible says will be different when you're rooted in faith. Jeremiah 7, uh, 17, verses 7 and 8. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the streams. It does not fear when heat comes. Yeah, Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Man, that's being rooted. So you begin to be rooted in faith. That is, you begin to spend more time with God and you, you start to talk with him and you actually talk with him. You actually talk with him. No, good. Like that means you actually talk with him. Because I reckon if we went across Christendom and asked people myself, hey, what'd you talk to God about? At 6.30, I'm about to sit down. Oh man, I've been so busy actually. I haven't had a chance to sit down and chat to him yet. Anybody else? Yeah, or are you so spiritual that you're walking on water in every day? I hope you do. Great if you do. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of Christendom that don't spend time just to talk to the Lord daily. How you going, God? Man, I'm glad what you did with that tree. And thanks. Did you think about that other tree and point it towards the rear hall? We, we would have been okay with that. I, I did talk to him this week about that. You know that hall, God? That would have been awesome. You know, you start living for him instead of, of another pursuit, in, instead of looking for different soil to be rooted in. You discover that everything you need, your identity is actually found in him, yeah? yeah. See, what you'll find in the, the great irony of life is that when you start living for him, it's actually, instead of actually living for yourselves, our roots finally start to hit those streams of living water. It's really weird the way that works. When you focus on someone else, on caring, loving someone else, it's like your roots know exactly what you need and they know where to go. You know, this is what real roots are supposed to do. They're supposed to pump up water and nutrients that they take from the soil, moving that life into this part of the tree that's above the ground. Yeah? So when we're in the soil of faith, we experience real life because we've found the source of life. That's the way it works. And we start to come alive because our roots are supposed to provide fruit for us and for those that are around us when we're plugged into Jesus' soil. You know, Jesus talked about this stuff when he was on earth. He loved to tell stories, parables, and, and, and one of those parables was the parable of the sower, wasn't it? Yeah? And in the story, he said, a farmer went out to sow his seed. Remember that? And some fell on this ground, that ground, hard ground, soft ground, rocky ground, and others among thorns. Yeah? And yet all of those seeds couldn't grow. Jesus explains that one of the main reasons was the seeds that, that couldn't grow was because it was the roots in the wrong soil. The soil was rocky or the soil was thorny, you know. It wasn't the right soil. Why do we keep trying to put our roots down into soil that's not right? Why do we keep trusting in particular things, you know, and then later having a mini meltdown when things aren't right? 
And then you have, you know, someone, they, they give you some balance, they redirect you, you focus back on God. But hey, if my roots were in the right place, I never would have freaked out. Jesus explains that really clearly because he said in Luke 8.8, 8, he says, Still other seed fell on good soil and it came up and it yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. So he's actually saying if you're rooted in the right soil, the soil of faith, not only will you find life like never before, but God himself will start to grow fruit in your life. You don't have to grow it. I don't have to grow it. I love this. He actually grows it if we're rooted in the soil of faith. If we're planted in the right soil, he actually grows the fruit in our lives and things start to happen and you'll see the change. People will notice. And as we were even praying this morning, one of the words that, that of a song that was playing through the speaker system at the time was, I've, you know, I've experienced your promises or I've seen your promises. This is a promise of God. And you know, this is how a healthy tree appears above the ground because its roots are in the right place. And, and depending on how healthy it is, yeah, is actually indicative of how good its root system is. Do you, do you remember when we talked months and months and months ago about the cedars of Lebanon? A cedar of Lebanon is, is such a strapping tree, it's a tall tree, but depending on its height, right, totally equivalent and the same as its height is its root system under the ground seeking water. So if it's only a small tree, it's only got small roots. But if it's a tall strapping tree, then it's got tall strapping roots. That's how the cedar of Lebanon works. Our roots have to be, have to be planted in the right soil, the soil of faith. You know, if we're rooted in faith and our lives become more and more about God, God promises he's going to bear that fruit. In fact, in one of the letters in the Bible to new Christians, Paul actually says that if they're rooted in faith, they will see fruit. Galatians 5, 23 actually reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. When our tree roots are planted, not in the soil of money making you happy, not in the, not in the soil of relationships, not in the soil of houses, cars, being the best parent, trying to discover your identity. When it's not in that stuff, but instead it's in God and planted in God, he grows that fruit in our lives. He promises it to us. You know, Mel and I have seen God do absolutely amazing things in people's lives as people have given him the chance, you know. We've seen people who have been far away from God have their lives totally turned around and then accept Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. We, we, we've seen people who haven't been able to have families all of a sudden able to have families. We've seen people who, who have got terminal illness. We've seen them healed as they've given God a chance. And, and, and you know what? That we even know people that where God hasn't come through like that, but they still are able to stand on their faith. Because their roots were in the right soil, yeah? You know, we need to do everything we can to put our roots down deeper than ever before. And if anyone has got the power to do anything in our lives, to give us any life, any nutrient, any anything, it's him, it's God, isn't it? Yeah. You know, those roots, they, they provide an anchor in Jesus. So when we're rooted in the soil of faith, we're going to have this new life. It's going to be pumping and coursing through us and through our fruit, and growing in our lives, and it's going to, you know, our cup overflows. And I guess one more incredibly important thing 
When you actually have your roots anchored in Jesus in the right soil, it means that you're actually anchored firm. It means when the storms come and stuff, the pictures that were up earlier, it means it's not going to blow you over because your roots actually are holding you where they're supposed to hold you. You know, here's, here's a thought. There are trees that are still standing after 100 years, 200 years, 300 even 500 years, there are trees that are still standing. You've got to ask yourself, with the change in nature around us, global warming, global cooling, strong winds, weak winds, you know, I, I personally I think it's seasonal and cyclical and it's been happening uh, since the beginning of time. But you've got hurricanes, tornadoes, you've got all that sort of stuff that happens. How are these trees still standing? When we had one strong wind here, and after 28 years or however long that tree's been here, it ended up flat, resting against our roof. I reckon it's really simple. It's the roots. It's the roots that those trees have. It's the roots being planted in the right soil, and that soil and those roots have become their anchor. And, and this is the kind of anchor that we'll have when we're rooted in faith. You know, Matthew 7, 24 to 27 reads, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. He's like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall. Yeah? But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain came down, and the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. You know, these, th this, is, this is an example of the people that you meet that no matter what they face in life, no matter how hard life can be, they're still standing holding on to their faith. That you go, how can you still believe? You lost a child. How, how can you still believe? You know, your, your husband, your partner, your wife, did they, how can you still believe? You know, that partner of yours ripped you off and in business and you've lost in thousands and now you're bad. How can you still believe that God's good? That's these people. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. It had its roots in the soil of faith, amen? And it was because of the soil of faith in a God that loves them no matter what that allowed their roots to go down so deep that not even death could make, could make them afraid. They weren't even scared of death. You ever met people like that? They've got a faith like that, that inspire you like that? There are so many that we have met over the years that have just had their roots in the right place. And I think for us, sometimes we need to take a, a good look at our lives and think, why did I freak out about that? You know? Why did that stress me out? Why did that tip me over the edge? Why did that make me angry? And I'm not talking about everyday stuff where your kids leave clothes where they shouldn't leave them or not do the dishes. You know, life stuff that can be, you know, can actually bring a lot of anxiety and sometimes when you sit in it long enough, depression. Why am, I, why am I reacting like that? Why am I suffering like this? Well, maybe my roots at the time aren't in the right soil. Yeah. That's for each and every one of us. Maybe I'm just not trusting. I, I know I'm trusting him, but I'm freaking out. I know I'm trusting him, but I'm questioning him. 
Roots that are planted in the right soil don't question. They just go down to the water, the life source, they get what they need. They understand that it's not them that's in control, it's the life source itself. You know, Ephesians 3.17 in the NLT reads this, and Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Yeah? You know, when I was in India many years ago, and then Africa even a few years ago, many of the people that we'd met when we travelled, they'd been through unspeakable tragedies. Like, just unbelievable stuff. Even the way that they live makes no sense. And, and when Jess comes back <laughs> from overseas, ask her questions about the way that some of these people live. Ask her. But we met people that had lost family members, siblings, cousins, grandparents, mums, dads, a whole bunch of things. Let's, let's be real, most of us would struggle if we lost one family member. Yet here they were, still standing, still believing. And for me, the miracle was that they were still bearing the fruits of the Spirit after all of that. Yeah, they still had love, they still had joy, they still had peace, they still had kindness and goodness and forbearance and faithfulness. They still had all of that. I think it's just because they were rooted in faith. Not money, because they didn't have it. Not success, because that was a, that was a far reach. Yeah. Not in the relationships they had, even though they had relationships. Not in anything else. All of those things can actually fade away, but their faith, their faith was in God and God alone. Their roots were in the soil of faith. And that faith, that never ends. It's our ultimate anchor. Yeah? I don't want to end up like a tree. Anyone want to end up like that tree? You know, after that tree came down, then we got some, we got a person to come, beautiful hearted person, but had a desire to kill that tree. Like just cutting it to shreds. You know, when we're rooted in the wrong soil of life, I'm telling you, life cuts you up into little pieces. It just doesn't leave you there. It actually cuts you up because now you're in the way of the other people that want that soil, that are going down that road, that are on that path. It needs to cut you up so it can put you in the rubbish bin of life. Think about what happens when a tree comes down in your backyard. You cut it up, clean it up, you throw it away, you burn it. When we're planted in the wrong place, that's what life feels like. That's what life feels like it does to us. If we don't have our roots down in the soil of faith, and this one thing I know, if we're not experiencing this fruit, love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, etc., etc., maybe, just maybe, we're not rooted where we thought we were rooted, yeah? Why don't we stand? Do you reckon you could play some keys? Thank you. So here's a question. I'm going to ask everyone just to close your eyes for a minute. You know, we often talk about it here at Mount Clear that we love transparency, we love honesty, we can't live a, a life of faith unless we actually live that way. That we actually need to be open books with ourselves, but particularly with God and particularly with those that we trust so that the Holy Spirit can get into those deep, dark recesses of our souls and do a work where no one else can do. You know, I know a person that's been going to a psychologist for 10 years and there's been no change. You'd think after a little bit of time, there would be a change. But unless you get to the root of the problem, and unless you invite Jesus into that space and place, 
my personal opinion is they're patching stuff up. Yeah? And they're never dealing with what needs to be dealt with. So right now where you're at, think about the storms in your life that have come. Sickness, family, finances, relationship. Have you dealt with those? Are you rooted in the right soil? Like truly, are you rooted in the right soil? Melanie reminded me this week about my roots. Are they in the right soil? You know, maybe, maybe some of us need to change the soil where our roots are planted. Just maybe. You know, are you ready? Are, you, are your roots planted so deeply that when the storms of life come that you'll be ready? Deeper still, are your roots in the right soil to face the storm of death? Are your roots in the right place? So just with every eye closed, this is not an altar call moment, but it is a real moment for, for our hearts, individual hearts. If you know, you just need to... You, you know your roots need to move. You know that you've been trusting in something else you didn't think you had, but just in posing some of these questions, you realise there needs to be a small shift over and a quick turnover of soil that just need, needs to move over a little bit. You, you're trusting in God, but you were relying upon this part of your life. If that's a realisation for you today, all I want you to do is to raise your hand and say, that's me, and then we're going to pray together. Yeah, God, you know what? There are times where I just freak out. The times when that illness, I got that, that doctor told me that, and I was just gripped with fear. I got so frustrated with the pain that wouldn't go away that I just started to ask questions and question my own faith. These bills came and I freaked out because if you know if that's you and you know if you want to live there or not live there. So let's pray. For those that have raised their hands, let's pray. For those that are secure in their faith and know where their roots are, can I ask you to raise your hands towards heaven? And let's pray. Let's pray that we would all be rooted in the right place, that when the storms of life come, we won't be tossed and tossed and fallen over and knocked over like the tree here on the property. But instead, our life will be firm in you. So, Father, you know those moments in our life, Lord God, where just things seem upside down, where the things that we trusted in feel like they're just breaking off one by one, limb after limb, branch after branch. It just feels like, Lord, we're not producing the fruit that we once produced. And, Lord, only to discover we, we know you, we love you, but we hadn't trusted you as completely as we could have for those things. Our roots were somewhere else. God, I just ask and pray for a realignment today, that roots would be realigned into the soil of faith, that our lives would be firm. Lord God, that when the storms come, God, we won't be blown over. We won't freak out. We won't have a, a nervous breakdown, but instead we'll be able to trust you. Father, so many men and women of God that we have as examples, God, may we learn from them and grow with them, Lord, as we're transformed into the image of your Son with ever-increasing glory. Father, I thank you for the way that you kept your church, this church building, safe. 
I thank you for the way that you redirected that tree just, just to the left enough that it would do no damage. Father, I thank you that as we place our roots deep within you and in you and trust in you, I thank you, God, that you will keep us safe. Lord, that you will take, that you will steer away, keep away, Father, trials, troubles, Lord, that are coming our way, that even when they come, Lord God, you, Lord, you'll just move them just that little bit to the left so they won't do the damage they could do. But because we're trusting and resting and rooted in you, they won't. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. Thank you for what happens in the physical because that's always a representation, Lord, of stuff that's happening in the spiritual. And, God, this day we ask you, Lord, to repair, fix, make stronger. Lord, for those that have already got deep roots, may they go deeper again. May they grow outwardly taller, Lord, than ever before. May they represent Jesus more beautifully than ever before. So we thank you. We thank you for the time that we've had with you this morning. We thank you for the worship, Lord, where we were able to open our hearts and give our breath back to you in just praising your name. We thank you for all those that have been watching online and those that have raised their hands online and we pray for them too, Father, that there would be a shift, Lord, in where their roots are planted. So we thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for Holy Spirit. And we thank you for being with us, never leaving us nor forsaking us. And we give you all the glory and all the honour. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Let's have an awesome time planted in him in the soil of faith. Stay and fellowship. Have a coffee or tea. Uh, there'll be someone making coffee um, around the barista section.